Touchdown Tampa Bay, you're listening to the PewterCast. Are you not going to show up to halfway through the second quarter? I was thinking about the fourth, about the fourth quarter, maybe this week. Well, yeah, I'll just play on my phone. There were some uh, defensive adjustments before then, mm. but it was the probably again the worst idea defensive scheme to come out and try to play. We're just going to cover Tyreek Hill one on one. We'll just do that. Oh, see yeah. if that works. No, no safety help. Either yeah. someone's a huge bonehead. It's either mm-hmm. Bowles, mm-hmm. which I do give him kudos for at least changing it in the second quarter instead of waiting till halftime when we were we'd be down thirty-four to nothing, right? Uh, or Winfield, who just wouldn't, you know, t- uh, wouldn't get over, like right. refused to get over in time, just just leaving. Somebody's leaving Carlton Davis out to dry because the fastest guy in the league on a deep, you know, post route where it's just a straight line speed, and then a nine route with a little, you know, a little get up and go in there, a little out and up nine route and no one's there to help him right with Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball like it could not have been any dumber of a game plan to start defensively and then offensively once again what was like one first down three and out three and out and then it's like I guess we should change it and then and then we get the kickoff bring it down the field and give the ball twice to Fournette inside the 10 have to kick a field goal please don't get me started on that one tonight I could not believe it Oh, I could not believe they pulled Rojo to put Fournette down there inside the like I, I could not believe. It. And then they gave it to him like, oh, my God damn it. Then they threw it to him and he was already four yards behind the line of scrimmage and he yeah. doesn't make people miss. Right. Well, yeah, I know. I know. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say give the fucking ball to Rojo. Yeah. Target Mike Evans. Chris Ooh. Godwin is your clutch guy. Cameron Braid will do in a pinch. That's the plan. That's what we do. Spread the ball out to everybody else for the other half of the targets out there. But that's who we are as an offense. Why this coach doesn't understand that, I don't know. I'd like to see him use the middle of the field, too. (laughs) How many throws were down the sidelines that needed to be absolutely perfect or they would be intercepted or incomplete? I mean, like, there was no room for error. Like, just keep using the sidelines. We're going to squeeze it in between the corner and the sideline and about a one yard square foot area. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's three square feet. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, with all of that, welcome to the pewter cast, ladies and gentlemen, the pewter cast live. Uh, I'm Brent and that's Ren over there. The Buccaneers barely lost today just by a field goal. Yeah. 27 to 24, but the game was, a was a lot worse than that. That Wasn't really close. belies what this game was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Defense did. I thought the defense played well after they gave up 17 points. Yeah. <laughs> I only gave up 10. Right. But, you know, but again, like I, I said it the Rams game and I said it to you. I think I might have said it to you off air where no, uh-huh. it might have been on air where whatever they decide to do defensively and offensively, it uh-huh. has this week, especially it has to work right away. Yeah. Like it has to work and yeah. it didn't. And they found themselves in a 17, nothing hole, hole. Yeah. with yeah. one first down. Yeah. Because the offensive game plan, whatever whatever they scripted, didn't work, and whatever Todd Bowles 
did, I don't know if it's Winfield's fault or somebody else's fault, but leaving Tyreek Hill one-on-one with anyone is just, it's so dumb. It's, dumb. it's, it's so dumb. dumb. They're like, isolating well, him on one side of the field and you were leaving him one-on-one. He could run anywhere on that yep. side of the field, anywhere he wanted to. Mm-hmm. And they He could do uh, backflips into the end zone, Ren. He oh could do backflips into the end zone. Ren, before you go any further, we got a special caller. I want to go ahead and get him on. They've already called in. This is a guy we haven't heard from yeah. in a while. Okay. All the way from Germany, ukulele Pete. Pete, oh. welcome to the show, buddy. Hello, boys. How are we doing tonight? It is almost 2 a.m. here in Germany. I stayed up for this fucking shit show. <laughs> it is absolutely disgusting. And you know what's the worst is I'm, I'm numb again. You know what I mean? We're yeah, I do. Point. I do. After, after, after last week, man, look, I went on another one of those. I didn't listen to any of the podcasts during this last week because I, I just can't listen to the, I can't listen to it anymore. Sure. You know, you just, I'm just so fed up with this crap. And the best thing is, is you see the bandwagon fans on Twitter and everything. Brady, Brady, blah, 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 blah. You know what? Ren's been there forever. I've been there since 79. I'm used to it. It sucks. But this was the year it wasn't supposed to suck. And I'm mad at myself for actually believing for a second, for a second, this team was going to change. Are they going to make the playoffs? Yes. I'm sure one way or another, they'll get a wild card spot. But is it worth it to get a wild card spot, get blown out in that first game, and then that's it? I mean, is this what we signed up for? I mean... I would have rather gone non-Brady and built towards something that was going to last. But let's face it, next year the whole team's going to get blown up. We're not going to have money for anything. COVID ruined everything. And once again, Tampa can't have good things. So we're just fucked as Bucks fans, right? Yeah, Pete. Uh, man, I got to tell you. I read uh, over. No, look, I I have missed the sound of your voice. It it You stopped calling in probably, I don't know, about four games into last season. And I understand why. I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying it's I just point that out to say how long it's been since we've heard from you. Um, Yeah, look, I'm not nearly as long as long in the tooth as a Bucks fan as you or Ren are uh, about half that time, but still long enough that I can relate to every single thing you just said. And uh, no, I get it. I I get everything uh, that you're feeling, man. Uh, Pete, did you have something for us out there? Uh, you know what? I un- unfortunately I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. That's it's fine. Like Two a.m. in the morning. I my get neighbors it. will hate me. But oh, okay. Prom- yeah, yeah. Don't I do that. I promise you that during this during, yeah, uh-huh. during this during this uh, bye week, I will have a song that'll sum up all these feelings we have, but the feelings you had, Brent, at the beginning where you're screaming. Which you know what? Honestly, it felt good. And you know, yeah. the only person I miss during all this right now is I miss Derek. I miss sure what the buck at times like this because you know. Up until that last season, he was always a calming voice. You know, mm-hmm. when he went off the air, everyone that listened to him, he was always that calming voice. But these are the kind of losses that you just kind of, I needed that emotion you had to forgive the very beginning of this podcast to give me hope that there are other people out there that feel the same exact way that I do and aren't going to sugarcoat this crap anymore because I don't care if he's the goat, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's not worth it. 
I mean, really, at this point, bringing all this in just to see it get blown up next year, I, I, it, I don't know. It's just not worth it. I mean, I don't, I don't know what we'll have anymore. Look, it's late. It's 2 a.m. I'm going to bed. Look, I love both you guys. You guys, seriously, even in my work, I will still download the podcast. You guys, still get your downloads. I listen to it when I can feel that I can do it. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. You guys are everything that encapsulates what being a real punk fans are. I mean, from my view. You know what I mean? You two are awesome. I love what you guys do. Go fuck, and I can promise you next week you'll have a song that encapsulates all of these emotions. All right? hey, so it's the bye week, Pete. Hey, you have a good night, buddy. Get some good sleep, and don't don't uh, destroy your neighbors out there. I will talk to you later, Pete. Uh, ukulele Pete, all the way from Germany, told me he had a song. He said, I've got a song, but I understand. 2 a.m., you don't want to be playing that waking up your neighbors. So, whoa, before I could even turn all that off. Uh, we'll go ahead and do it because you guys heard it. You're on the line with Brent and Ren for the Pewtercast Live. Who do we got here tonight? Hello? Hello. Hello. Yeah, what's up? Who is this? Yeah. Hi, this is Sonny. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, Sonny. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I just saw the match and pretty devastated. I don't know what to say. <laughs> it felt for a moment we can win it, but I feel, yeah, like you covered, Leonard Burnett. After the second half, basically, uh, when we went to the first and goal, that's the difference, actually. That four points might have made the difference, actually. So, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm having a little trouble hearing you, but, but I, hello, hello, hello. Yeah, can you can you hear yeah, me? I hear you. I hear you. Uh, I think you were talking about yeah. how we didn't go for it. Uh, we kicked the field goal early in the second half. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, so once the second half started, we got the ball, and then uh, we went up till first and goal. That uh, Fernet took the ball two times in that, and mm-hmm. <laughs> basically lost it. <laughs> Yeah. If Rojo might be there, he might not get the touchdown, but he might get a little bit closer to the feet, to the end zone, and then in the third and goal, he might, Brady might have done something. I feel that. And one more thing, the defense. I don't know what's happening with it. Uh, they, I think they get away. Means they, they get out of sleep from the second half onwards. I feel <laughs> they stopped everybody, but in the first half they gave away everything. Yeah, and one more thing I found today when I found it when I see the basically Kansas City Chief offense, Tyreek Hill and Mahomes is in such good sync that they were just going out for each other. And I feel Brady and none of the offense is in that kind of thing. That's why these kinds of uh, close games or whatever we call we are we are losing it. So that's one more thing I want to think. Means when I when I saw the Kansas City Chiefs, most of the touchdowns and all the passing yards passing yards are with Tyreek Hill only. So I feel they are in such good thing. That's why they are able to win that close game. Because see, Kansas City in this entire season they won every match closely. Not like they didn't blow up any team, but. That's kind. That's what kind of took comes to end. I feel they are not the best team. I feel, but since they have Mahomes and Tyreek, they might make it to the Super Bowl. I feel, but yeah, that's what I feel. And I think the coaching, see, all the team is Chicago game. Uh, I don't know. That's an anomaly. And the other three losses, I don't know about the Saints. Uh, uh, New Orleans Saints, but uh, the LA Rams and today's both I feel is because of uh, coaching or something not able to adjust properly 
See, today, uh, LA Rams, today lost to San Francisco for 49. Sonny, let me ask you this. Uh, you, you talk about the coaching not being able to adjust. We saw some adjustments today. I, I, you've got to give it to them. Maybe just because it was Tony Romo up in the booth telling them to make adjustments and somebody like whistled down and said, hey, Tony said to do this. But w- were the adjustments what actually worked and brought the Bucks back? Because like, let's face it, the Bucks went down 17-0 in the first freaking quarter. Yeah. You know, that's not okay. And that's not good in this game. It was yeah. a lot worse than the end score tells us. But so so was it that the Chiefs got so far up that they kind of turned into that almost prevent type defense, let the Bucks kind of do some stuff for stringing people along? Or was it that the Buccaneers made some adjustments, the, ju- the adjustments worked, and they roared back and almost snatched victory from defeat? Which one do you think but, it was? But this is, yeah, I understand your point, but this is happening with every match, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they are not able to escape from the start. Always they are kind of starting from the behind and Brady and other Evans and Godwin needs to make the perfect match to the offense. Uh, that's why if, uh, if Brady and some of the offense doesn't have a perfect game, then the game is gone. If they kind of kind of have some kind of good game, then it kind, kind of comes close and then we again lose the match. That's happening with Saints. That's happened with Saints in the first game, I guess. Uh, that second game, I don't know. But yeah, Rams is also close. And because Goff was so comfortable in the pocket, I feel that's the difference. But yeah, that's what I just want to say. I'm basically, I'm a Brady fan. But still, I, I thought he played very well today, but still be on the wrong side. <laughs> All right, Sonny. Yeah, well, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna let you go, Sonny. We got some other people calling in, and uh, thanks so much for your call. We'll talk to you I next like week, okay? Podcast, uh, yeah, sure. I like your podcast, and Thank very you, much listen to you. And, yeah. Thank you, yeah. Sonny. We definitely, Have definitely nice appreciate day. that. Thanks so much. Thanks so appreciate much. Appreciate it, Sonny. We got another caller on the line. You're on the line with Brent and Ren for the Pewtercast. Who do we got here tonight? Hey, guys. It's Scott from Miami. How's it going? What's going on, Scott? Hey, Scott. Hey, I called a couple weeks ago after the Packers game. Yeah. A uh, little bit different uh, scenario this time, but... A little bit. You know, uh, <laughs> so, there's a couple things that I saw, uh, and Red actually wanted to ask you about this. You know, Carlton Davis, I've been agreeing with you, he's elite. Do you think they finally found his bugaboo? Is it a speed guy that he just doesn't have the speed to keep up with somebody like Tyreek Hill? Yeah, no one has the speed to keep up with Tyreek Hill. That's because that's what he does. That's that's what he does. I mean, Carlton Davis had a terrible game. I would argue that that third touchdown was a perfect throw by Mahomes. Right when Carlton turned his head, it just happened to be zipping right over the top of his helmet by only about two inches. Patrick Mahomes couldn't even see Tyreek Hill when he threw the ball. Like Carlton had him completely erased from his vision. And somehow that ball went in there and got that. The first touchdown, like no one can keep up with Tyreek Hill. That's what I talked about at the beginning of the show. Like it's either Winfield not doing his job and and getting over the top of Tyreek Hill, or it's Bowles again coming out with the not only a bad defensive game plan, but the worst possible defensive game plan for the team that you're playing. If you thought that we're gonna, you know, we're gonna play zone or play like we're gonna put Carlton Davis fall around Tyreek Hill and let the chips fall where they may and play him man on man with no help, then you 
should be fired. I can't can't believe that Todd Bowles actually thought that would work. There has to be something else there. Well, that was my next follow-up. Do you think it was Bowles, or do you think Winfield was just playing out of position? I mean... That's a question that's going to be... That's a question that someone's going to ask, you know, either B.A. tonight or Todd Bowles later on in the week or B.A. tomorrow. I mean, that question has to be asked because... It's it's the same thing of playing soft zone against Drew Brees. Like it was just so stupid. And then the offensive game plan against the Rams. Or they play, you know, Tony Romo talked about it. We talked about it for the Rams game. Rams play too deep, too deep safeties. Can't throw over their heads. And he came on the show and started with it. See how far back these safeties are for the Chiefs? They don't want you to throw over their head. This is what everybody's doing to the Bucks. And they continue to take shots down the field when you don't need to. You're not giving Rojo the ball. You're not using the middle of the field. The only person you throw short to is Gronk. I mean, they're not, it, it's not, it's just not a good game plan. And it hasn't been, it hasn't been since the Giants game. Exactly. And, and what they, what I don't understand slipping to the offense is the times that they were actually moving the ball was the Tom Brady offense. The little dink and dunk over the middle of the Gronk. Like, they, and they get away from it again, and they throw deep balls and getting either intercepted or, I mean, that ball off the guy's head was just ridiculous. But, well, that was, the ball off the guy's head I, was unlucky, but the one to Scotty Miller, yeah, it's, two things. Say, it was ridiculous unlucky, but, like, yeah. The one to Scotty Miller was, was was not a was not a pass that that Brady should have thrown because he couldn't see Scotty Miller and if he's going to throw it he needs to throw it out of bounds he threw it short that is one of those passes where like either it's five yard out of bounds or Scotty Miller has to make a great catch secondly Scotty Miller has to turn in defender I don't care what happens there Scotty Miller needs to absolutely just tackle that guy and and take the fifteen yards because it was it was it was just right to him you know like. It, he was getting pressured, so he threw it up. So he threw it up in a place that he thought that only Scotty Miller could get it, but it wasn't. It was about five yards short of that, which makes it a bad pass. And then, but Scotty Miller just needs to like rip that guy's head off, gouge his eyes, pull his face mask, like kick him, like whatever you can do, bite his arm. But he just let him grab it, and it was just yeah, those were it was back to back deep passes. Finally connected one on Godwin. Next play did it again, and it's just like why? Like why are you do why? The other drive killer that I thought was just I, on, the, the, the drive where Rojo breaks off a long run and we set up the Gronkowski pass. And we drive, and it was a great pass. He runs it all the way down, and then they bring in Fournette, and that's yep. ridiculous play called. It's just like it was a drive killer. I mean, we get three out of it, but like, how did they? I, I don't understand what they were doing. Like, they had the momentum, and then they just take out Rojo, put in Fournette, up the middle, nothing, and then that weird second down play and right. it, what happened in the beginning of the year we were money from the red zone and now we don't look like we have a play and like i, I just who's making these calls is it all left switch or I just, it, it's maddening i mean that was a that was a touchdown that we needed so badly to walk away from it with I and mean, just at least you got the three but i mean it's just like both sides of the ball. It's it just doesn't the play calling just doesn't add up. And like you get a little bit of momentum, and then you just take it away with some. I don't know if you're getting cute or just getting Fournette the ball again, but it's, it's maddening. I mean, yeah. The, the, and no the thing is, rhythm. here's the no, thing. Here's the thing. The thing is, is is you you literally have the entire. Okay, maybe not literally. You have nearly the entirety of Bucks fandom. You have most of the media who's all going, 
what are you doing? The coaching staff, they see the exact same thing that we see, but they're not bothered by it. Like they seem perfectly fine by it, you know? And that's my problem that I have when they do crap like that. And the, and the game wouldn't have been as close if Kansas City didn't start to implode in the second half with all the penalties. Right. I think I saw somebody say Rojo touched the ball nine times. Nine uh, times for 63 yards, but that was like into the third quarter or something like that. It, it obviously was a lot more. They also had that run that was caught back on the, the alley hole. That was, yeah, it was a little ticky tack, but it was a good call. So, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not upset about that. What I'm saying is Rojo had a touchdown on a swing pass and three runs over 10 yards, and he touched the ball 10 times because one got called back. So that was like, and they, and they continued to put in Fournette. Now, Rojo did miss that block on uh, Honey Badger that made Brady throw the ball quick, the one that got intercepted to uh, Scotty Miller. Um, that was it was a terrible miss, p- blitz pickup by Rojo. But, I mean, you just went deep. Why'd you have to? Like, it's just like anytime that they're feeling it over there on the Bucks sideline, we're going to throw it deep. What? Oh, wait, we got a first down. Oh, let's throw it deep. It's it's a lack of maturity in in game calling and lack of maturity in in game and clock management. If that's what they're calling, if it's just Brady doing it all, then like I I don't know. I I need, but the problem with Tom Brady is he's he he will not have that conversation with you. And I don't mean with us, like with the media. Right. Like they'll come out flat out and ask him about it, and he'll start talking about you know got to learn in the team and make sure you get your rest and hydrated, and like he he won't answer the question. So. I don't know. It's just, it just seems like there's no flow. There's no rhythm. Like the things that seem to work, they go away from because of stubbornness, because this is the things that, that, that they think should work and aren't working. And yeah. it, it's just, it's just so frustrating. It's like, like same thing. Rojo got the, like he only got the ball five times last week. Yeah. It's not okay. I, I know you guys have other people calling in, but I got one more point I'd like to make. All right. And uh, I was trying to say, you know, I was in the chat room, the collide room, and, like, I just, like, why can't they use the middle of the field? I, mean, I don't know. It was there. Basically. It's always they there. Even break got it. It's always there, exactly. I don't understand why they're so averse to doing it. The one drive that they're doing it, they move the ball, and then they just completely get away from it. Just these Start deep throwing the ball. The yep. yep. Start yep. throwing it down the sideline again. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Scott. Well, thank you so much for your call in, man. Uh, all of that stuff we're going to be talking about all week long. We'll talk to you next week. All right, Scott. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. So, guys, phone lines are open if you'd like to call in 864 729 Bucks. That's 864 729 2827. And, oh, yeah, 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 do that. You got it. Uh, let's see here. Corey, we got Corey from Nashville would like to join us over here in the stream. Corey, you're up, buddy. Hey, talk hey, to hey. hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we got you, bud. Mm. Yeah, Corey, you're doing what everybody else wants to be doing right now. What you drinking? What is that? Oh, uh, something light, man. It's just a little angry orchard, I think. Yeah, a little okay. hard cider. Okay. Something for the holidays. Right. Let me there step, you go. Let me step outside because I don't want my son to hear me curse. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> okay, so, man, I get to watching this game. And, 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 Ren, you hit on it earlier. Both of you guys did earlier when you started the show. Why in the hell are we always making adjustments after the fucking fire? Like, yeah. oh. Oh, we're going swimming. Let's just go hop in our regular clothes. Oh, wait, we're going swimming. We need trunks after we hop in the, the pool with the regular clothes. Like, and our I, phone. Like, like I, I, and our phone and everything. I, I don't understand <laughs> right? those. And you and you see Tyreek Hill when we made a simple adjustments on maybe putting somebody over the top. Yeah. He was, what he had, maybe th- three or four more catches for the game, which was a regular Tyreek Hill game. Yeah. 200 and something yards in the first quarter? 
are you like I, I've been saying that I've been saying why are we the team that teams can do whatever they want? I don't even know if y'all looked at the box score of the Rams game, but you know the Rams play us last week. Robert Woods and Cooper Cup do everything they do to everybody if you don't scheme for them. They play the Niners today. Yeah, I got Cooper Cup on my fantasy team. I'm pissed because I had to. I was playing for a first round bye. Sorry, I'm a side. That was a it's side. Fine. Bar. That was a sidebar. But I, okay, it's, congratulations. Whatever. What, I know I have a pretty good team. Whatever the whatever a team wants to do against us, they get to do it. Yeah. And, and, and I try to find a silver. Why line. does everyone else's game plan works and we're the ones on offense and defense always have to like? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it, it, they make it they make it so difficult to get the ball to Mike Evans. The whole Leonard Fournette thing, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't get it. I, 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 listen, and y'all were talking about it earlier. That drive to come out the hat, or it might have been right after right after our first drive when um, Rojo breaks that run, and then we go straight to Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I was like, Ronald and then give him the ball through. up the middle because it, he's gained a total of eleven yards up the middle this year. And then they throw the ball to him. Yeah, four was, yards behind the line of scrimmage. So, so my biggest takeaways from the game, um, and, and like I said, maybe we really needed this bye. Playing twelve games before a bye week is tough for any NFL team, so we really needed that bye. Um, and I think making a just better preparation will actually go a long way with us and will really encourage me. Let me, let me, let me, let me dug out the positives. I was encouraged by said adjustments, even though I could have drew up a game plan for Kansas city. I'm playing too high against Kansas city all game. Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to play cover two and make them run the ball. I'm I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit there and single high and let, but anyway, so the adjustments that they made, I look at that as a positive. And the front four, I was very encouraged by the front four's pressure today. They had great right. pressure tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. So much so they Most- caused a red zone turnover, which Kansas City hasn't had in 17 games. So mm-hmm. that's a season in a game. They haven't had a red zone turnover. Um, they forced a lot of um, – the, the defense gave us an opportunity, especially early in this game. Their score was three – Kansas City had the ball three times and they only had three points. And mm-hmm. we go down there and give them nothing. We gave the defense no help today. And I'm like, we were down 17-zip, but I feel like the momentum could have been a little different if it had at least been 17-3, you know. And then we going into you – know, it's just – I was very encouraged by our front four today. And then I started to dial it back a little bit, and I stated, you know what, man, I'm gonna be honest with you, with you guys. I know everybody loves Kansas City; they they are the three point shooting team in the NFL. I get mm-hmm. it, but I don't think they're that great, quite frankly. They're beatable. Uh, they they they, they should have lost familiar. both games to Oakland or, or Las Vegas, and Las Vegas let the Falcons with no Julio put 40 points on them, let that sink in, and they only scored six against that defense that let Taysom Hill do what he did against them, and they should have lost to the Chargers. If 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 the Chargers weren't the Bucks of the West or are the Bucks the Chargers of the East, whatever one you want to say, the coaches seem like they coach against them sometimes. It's the weirdest. I don't know if y'all ever keep up with Chargers football, but it's the weirdest epidemic in Chargers in, in, in the NFLs. They're coaching. The, the the Chiefs could easily have. So that's I think that's the team where we are. We are that middle pet. We're not the tier, the top tier teams like the Saints. Really, the, the Saints, uh, you got to throw Pittsburgh in there because they're undefeated. But I think we're right there in the middle. I was very encouraged by our front four pressure today. And I think that's going to help us with this bye week coming right here. I think we went out, go 11 and five. I really do. I think mm-hmm. we're going to win out, go 11-5. and five. And, and and look, guys, all you have to do is be playing your best football headed into the postseason. And that's True. where I am right now. And I think that front four. That's, Corey, be- Corey, Corey, I want to I dive down on what you just said there. Right. Because that's the issue to me, right? Look, let's face it. The next four games, 
are against we bad teams. Win. Yeah, you're right. We're against bad teams in the NFL. We we play Atlanta twice. We might sweep them. We might split. We're going to win at least one of those. I think we'll win Vikings. Damn sure we're going to win the, 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 the Lions who just fired their coach and they're just a bad team anyway. So worst case, we're going uh, 10 and 6. Uh, best case, we're going 11 and 5. That's not a failure of a season. No. That's an okay season. But the problem with that I have with that 11 is, and 5 will be tied for the franchise best, I believe. We went 12 and 4 our Super Bowl. Oh, did we? Yeah. Yeah. But regardless of that, the the problem I have is, as Ren pointed out, we've only beat good teams twice this year. Yeah. Yeah. And and the rest of it has come off of bad teams. And look, when you get to the playoffs, you're pretty much not playing bad teams. And I, I, damn it, if we go to the playoffs and we're out in the first round this year, I'm pissed. I'm not satisfied going to the playoffs. I want to go deep in the playoffs. First caller made a perfect point, man. He said because we're cat, we're first of all we're cash strapped. We kind of mortgaged our future off these next two years with Tom Brady because our QB was 26, and we kind of just we, we let that go. So, okay, that's fine. Wait a minute, um, wait a minute, wait, Corey. I got to push back on that, brother. I got to push back because if we had kept Jameis, you're talking about 30, 35 million a year. Tom Brady's 25. What yeah. do you mean that because of the quarterback but, we're cash strapped? I don't years, understand. For, for, for two years, uh, let me not say cash strap. We are um, roster strap. Like, like in two years, we have to find another quarterback. If we pay Jameis, we have him for at least another four you know and then we kind of work out a deal to maybe restructure whatever the case may be but sure. i don't want to talk because yeah. people are going to yeah. get the call confused with me talking about james there right yeah, yeah. No, no i'm not trying to do that i just i no. just want to push back on the we're cash strapped because of the quarterback we Plus, got every, everyone's going like, to be cash strapped next year man yeah, that's everybody true. is yeah. like new orleans is going to have to like go and sign high school players like oh. drew Brees' contract is going to screw them over finally so bad like even like, if he retires I think he's yeah, they owe him money. He's got oh, guaranteed money for like the next three or four years. Does he yeah. really? That's, See, the that, thing. that's a terrible contract. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The they GM kept putting it not, off to win now. Yeah. Like they were trying to win three, four Super Bowls and then yeah. figure something out later. You know, and just, well, I'm going to let you guys go because sure. I know your, your phone lines are booming. Um, And I'm just reiterating what I said earlier. And, and I know we play against bad teams, but more than likely, if we stay where we are, which I think we are around that six spot, yeah, because I don't, I don't, th- I don't see anybody leapfrogging us from that six spot. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe even a five. I really want to stay where we are and match up against that team from the NFC East, and then we get to the divisional round. Washington kind of scares me because they're built to beat us, but I was very encouraged with Ali Marpet back. Like it's amazing how much better he makes our offensive line. Like it's Chris Jones is a uh, is a stud. Chris Jones is a stud, and you didn't hear his name today. Not much at all. Tom Brady, ha- happy feet sometime when he threw that pick to Scott. Oh, my God. But anyway, y'all have a good night. I'm just saying we play our best football after this bye week. Let's go in. The NFL is hard to win. Look at the, Like I said, look at the Rams, man. They just lost to the Niners with 11 people on COVID, on reserve. So if we can just win these four games, because it's any given Sunday, especially with two of those games being division games, we get some momentum going into the playoffs at 11 and 5 i i think we figure something out today on um, what our front four i really do i so, do too and i thought that the offensive cohesiveness looked uh, better in the second half for Much sure better. for all sure right, guys hey i love you all for letting us vent and i'm gonna keep watching the show talk to you all, all right week. thanks Corey. we'll talk to you next week buddy we'll talk to you next week uh we got a phone call before i pull pull you up caller i just want to address something over in the chat room hey guys listen we have a rule here all fans are welcome you can come in here you don't have to be a bucks fan this is a bucks centric show you don't have to be a bucks fan to come in here our only rule is don't be an asshole all right, and and you be an asshole. That's how you get yourself blocked. Or I think they can put you in timeout now uh, for a few minutes. So uh, are we looking but, at Low Lip McGee? Yeah, Low Lip McGee. So look, dude, here's the mm-hmm. deal. You come in here, you want to talk a bunch of trash? All you look, look, that's fine. Uh, 
contribute to the conversation. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. Contribute don't come in here and just rub salt in the wound because, yeah. you know, yeah, that's the team's eight and one. That, yeah, that's not what we're doing. So that, that's the kind of stuff that gets you put in timeouts. Uh, and if I have to do that more than once, then you're going to get blocked out of the room. Um, and it's it's not that we're trying to to squash other people having conversations. Just contribute to the conversation. Don't come in here uh, pounding your chest and all that kind of stuff. That's, that's not what this is for. Uh, with all that said, we do have a phone caller on the line. Thank you for holding with us. You are on the line with Brent and Ren. Who do we have here? Hi, it's me, Keon. Keon, what's up, buddy? Hey, man. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> About because, what? Uh, I, I'm scared is it, is because it, is the it thing COVID? is, we lost this game by twenty, uh, by four points. And what scares me is. I look at our coaching staff and I'm not sure if they're going to learn the correct lessons. I agree. From this game. I agree. See, Say it, Keon. I do think that, I think that there's a lot that is here. I look at this game and it's frustrating. It's, I'm not, I'm not numb or anything like that. I'm really turned up because it's like, we have all the pieces. They're just in the wrong place. I th- I'm not sure if the game has passed Bruce Arians by. I'm not certain of that, but they are the, the staff has been very slow to react to what's going on on the field. Yeah, I recite, hey, Tyreek Hill blew up Carlton Davis the third, not once, not twice, but three times, three times. That's not that's not just oh. Carlton Davis is bad, and that's it. That's we put him in a bad position, mm-hmm. a job that he cannot do alone. No one can. We saw it happen three times. Not yeah. it, it's one thing if it happens once, and then we make the adjustment, and that then we catch that. We did not decide to do that. Then we went into the Brady offense attacking the middle of the field, which we should be doing. I saw us running the ball and having Rojo. And I'm like, yes, we're on the right track. But then, long pass, long pass, long pass. And yet, we still only lost by four points. This was a very winnable game. I think... That the Keon, 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 let me, let me, let me ask you this. Cause I, I want to go back. Cause this is the burning question I have that has not been answered for me yet. Where's that mysterious fourth point? No. <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. First of all, for the record, we only lost by three, not four, but the, the other four. thing is, three. did we, did we come roaring back because of the team started playing well and the coaches made the right adjustments and, and we did the right things to come in and, and put points back up on the board? Or is it that the Chiefs just took the foot off the gas? And and kind of you know went into that prevent thing and I I don't know I will I that's not what I was looking for when I was watching this game and it it's just a few minutes old at this point so I I, I don't know but uh, that's the thing that I'm curious about because if we came roaring back because the coaches learned some lessons and made some adjustments I'm much more encouraged by that and I think that matters versus yeah the Chiefs just sort of took their foot off the gas a little bit and and you know they kept us in front of them the whole time is is pretty much what it was and you know uh, uh actually no. I, I think the, it is that we, when I saw us get uh, go up to 17 points, they were looking at each other and uh, Mahomes was uh, flustered by the pass rush. We got into 
we were in uh, what could have won us the same, but we just did not maintain it. That was the problem. They were on the ropes. They're not that good. These guys are not unbeatable. And yet, the coaching staff sees and smells blood, and then they start doing a bunch of wonky things like the Leonard Fournette stuff. That is unforgivable. And that's what I want the coaching staff to go back and take a look at themselves. This is not the players not being good enough. We are good enough. It's about being disciplined. The problem with this team is that we are not, and the coaching staff is not disciplined enough to allow Tom Brady to work what he, in what he's best in. We don't stay in the run. We stop. We we run. We go away from what works. That's not. It's not. Nothing is working. And then these guys are like, oh, we beat them badly. And uh. Well, we don't need to do it. Those guys did not just stay back. They were coming after us still. But we changed it up and it started working. The coaching staff doesn't understand what is working. And that's what's so frustrating. That's why I'm scared. We might beat these teams and look okay, but we're not gonna know why. That's that's what I've been seeing. And look, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I wanna I wanna add on to that, Keon, and, and then I'm gonna let you go because we got some other people lining up to get in here. But uh I hear everything you're saying, and honestly, I agree with you, is what is going on with this coaching staff? Because a lot of people are calling for B.A. to be fired. A lot of people are saying, oh, fire Byron Leftwich. Oh, fire. I'm saying fire Keith Armstrong, and I think that one should stick. But look, this team's going to win. Ten and teams six. actually had their best game. No, are you kidding me? You think so? Yeah. Wait. Okay, that that might yeah. be the the best of a bunch of crap. Yeah, I mean yeah, it, it might I be the, the best the best turd of a whole bowlful is probably what that is. Well, what but, was so dirty about it tonight? We'll talk about that in just a moment. Let me finish my first thought here. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but but Keon, I, I mean, my point is, BA is not getting fired. You're not, you don't get fired after going eleven and five or ten and six, especially coming off of seven and nine, five and eleven, a whole bunch of years in a row. Does that so Bucks fans get that out of your head? BA is not getting fired. If BA is leaving, it's because he's retiring. That's it. That's the only way BA is getting out of here in this next season, right? Um, but I'm with you. If this coaching staff hasn't learned the lessons that they have from these losses moving into the playoffs, again, I say, I, I said this on our midweek show this past week where we talked about, Ren, what was what was that we talked about? Uh, uh, are the Bucks trending down? I said, yeah. I, I'm not mm-hmm. worried about the win-loss record over the next bunch of weeks. That's going to sort itself out. I'm not worried about making the playoffs. That's going to sort itself out. I am at this point right now worried about how the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to perform in the playoffs. And if they can't learn from the mistakes they're making now, when we get to the playoffs, when it actually really matters for the first time in 13 years, the Buccaneers aren't going to do bupkis. They're not going to do anything going into that. So uh, I, I'm with you, Keon. I, I feel you're, I feel you're, you're saying you're scared about the coaching because uh, I get it. Keon, I'm going to let you go for today. You got anything else real, real quick? No, all I have to say is that go Bucks. Yeah. Go Bucks. Go go, go bye week. Go bye week. I'm ready so, for a bye week. You ready for a bye week? I am ready for a bye week. I'm yeah. well here's the, the only thing I don't like about a bye week is is you and I have been doing this long enough, friend. This is what we know. Going into a bye week off a loss like this leaves a, that taste in your mouth for that much longer. Yeah. Because the only thing that fixes us is getting to the next game and getting a win. Right. Yeah. And and when you so talk we about two, we got two weeks of an antiquated offense that doesn't use motion. We got two weeks of talking the, about the same thing. Yeah. That's that's what it is. And it's not just us. It's it's I I, I sent out a tweet. I was like, dear all rookie Buccaneers podcasters, all 432 of you, the next two weeks are going to suck. 
because and and some people like ask me that is just as content creators we go about the newest stuff that's happening and this is what we got to talk about now for the next two weeks that's all i mean by that uh and yeah so we'll do our part ren to try to come up with something a, a little different but uh yeah it, it's it's gonna be tough you asked me about special teams yeah you said you yeah. thought that it was that it was turd worthy yeah um all right listen aside from the ryan smith play then i can't believe i'm saying his name where he absolutely cleaned the clock of whoever their guy was sure right that is the first time that i have seen what what were the words keith armstrong used aggressive oh i don't know asked like whatever he used like that's the first time i've seen that in a long time yeah he was using antonyms oh my god um but then like the very next one ryan smith completely overshoot same guy completely overshoots his guy and the guy turns around and returns it for i don't know 15 16 yards coming Mm, back no he didn't Nah, I'm pretty sure he did. No, because it's sure he swirled around he, and came back. Oh, it bounced and he caught it and he ran to the far side of the field and picked up like five yards. Mm. Okay. Well, whatever. I don't know. I just it was this was there were the the punts didn't seem to go very far at all. What? And he boomed, no. he boomed his kicks. He boomed his kicks. Yeah, it was one of his best punting games of the year. Really? Really? It was. And right, nothing maybe, was maybe, blocked. Maybe, Look, maybe I understand. I'll give you that. Maybe I was just soured by the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah but it just didn't. I was like, no, uh, uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh, I mean, the the reason it's for not making any splash plays on the special teams and saying it was your best game. That's an awfully low bar. Like, I'm not going to sit here and and you know sort of die on the hill of of the Buccaneers special team squad. But I thought Pinion had his best game punting for a while. Uh, obviously, kicked him all in the end zone. No big deal there. And uh, you know. Like nothing got blocked on field goals or extra points. So uh, that's also a win, unfortunately. Well, let's, well, can we then talk about Devin White and his inability to tackle in this game? Sure. Yeah, or let's talk the about defense to be able to stay on side. <laughs> right. Let's talk about that after this caller, unless the caller brings it up. You are on the line with Brenton Wren for the Pewtercast Live. Who do we got here tonight? Uh, this is Rob G. Um, I would just um, want to add with everything that I've been hearing from the callers and things of that nature, um, I just wanted to say that with a blueprint to beating the Chiefs, I mean, the Raiders pretty much the only team that I've seen this season that has really shown the blueprint to beating the Chiefs. And the opportunity was there, I believe, inside this game as far as our ability to run the ball. I mean, yeah. Rojo had some pretty good stats as far as his ability to run the ball against this team, but it just seems like we wasn't committed to being physical and just taking our shots whenever the opportunity presented itself. But as far as being physical with the team, because Raiders were super physical both times that they played. And uh, that's just an opportunity that I feel that we could have just capitalized on because we have the, the backs to do so. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, I told Brent, again, I don't remember if it was off air or on air, like, you know, the, the Chiefs are going to move them down the field. We got to hold them to field goals. And they, I thought they did that pretty well for the first half, you know, given the well, you know, as bad as the stats were. Like Patrick Mahomes threw 360 yards and Tyreek Hill had 200 yards in the first half. And they only scored 20 points. I mean, you know, that's 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 not bad, I guess. But uh, I told Brent, I'm like, I don't care if the run works or not. It's like you're going to have to run the ball two out of every every three downs. If you get a first down, you need to run the ball two of the three because you just have to keep them off the field. And then, like, you know, Romo pointed out and at the beginning of the game, it's like they're daring you to run it, and they won't do it. They won't commit. They will not do a run-heavy game. 
I don't know why it was. This was the game to do it. Rojo had the stats to do it. Like every time, you know, I under God, I understand how disappointing he'd been, you know, the first year and even, even the second year. And even this year was, you know, some of the fumbles and, and the missed blitz pickups and the, and, and, the, and the, you know, uh, you know, dropping the pass, you know, the pass tonight wasn't his fault. Thank God he didn't get intercepted. Uh, it was a terrible pass by Brady, but like, then don't put him in that position, you know, like, they went empty enough tonight that if they wanted to go empty every time they wanted to throw the ball, that was fine. Like if they didn't want to keep Rojo in there to block, to pick up the blitz, they have ways to get around that. You know, they could go, they could have gone heavy with Haig as an extra tight end or, you know, Brait was getting open. I mean, this was the game to control the clock. Now it might've got away from them early because they were down 17 to nothing before the end of the first quarter, but they crawled back in it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, they just didn't seem to, it's like they're adverse. I don't get it. Like I, I can't put my finger on it that it feels like you get one good play. So they go deep and then they yep. miss it. And then, so now they got to kind of scrap and claw and fight for the next first down. It's like, Oh, we got a first down. Oh, we got, Oh, we got three downs to make it. Let's go deep again. And they miss it. <laughs> then you got to scrap and claw. And it's like, it's just like, it's so frustrating. They continue to pound the rock as long as you have to throw the rock 50 yards in the air. Like right. they'll pound it that way. But you know, when def like the chief's defense isn't a top 10 defense. I don't even know if it's a top 15 defense. You know, it's definitely not a top 10, 15 and, and, and against the run. So they just, all those things that you hear, like put your players in the best position, you know, uh, like the Raiders come in and throw all these short passes. That's what the chargers did. That's what the saints did because that's the best way to attack our defense. But we don't do that. Like, it's like, we're going to do what we're going to do. We're going to make them adjust. Well, what we do isn't working because it's first off the low percentage throw. And besides tonight, hopefully Brady got out of it, but they were in a huge slump. But then you see that pass on fourth and three and, and he, and he puts it into Evans for a touchdown. You're like, like how many quarterbacks would even like have the balls to throw that? I mean, that was the game right there. It was, that was the game. And it was like half, like five minutes left in the third. It was like, like, this is the, we don't make this like, it, you know, the way the defense isn't, and this is before the defense is sort of like, you know, stood up to him. It's, but yeah, I'm, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. You know, it's like hashtag free Rojo and he, and Brent, you know what we can do during, uh, uh, the, um, bye week What's that? we can organize a bunch of people to go to Leonard Fournette's house. And when he answers the door, he just cough on his face. <laughs> He's like a line of people <laughs> and eventually he'll catch COVID. Cause that's I the do. only way Rojo's gotten the balls. When and then when the cops hurt. come for assault, we all scatter. Is that, assault? Sure. Yeah, Is that yeah, assault? Yeah. That's, that's assault. That's actually called assault. Coughing on someone. <laughs> yes. Yes, and Is people it are just going because to court of COVID? over it. No, well, I I don't know if it's just because, but people are going to court and getting charged for it. Yeah, it's called. Can you salt. hit him with a water balloon yeah. full of your saliva in the face? <laughs> They'd have to prove yeah. that it was your saliva, and that's not, true. Yeah, but if you can get that much saliva to fill up a water balloon, <laughs> well, I, I mean, you know, it's it's we'd have to work out the math about the dilution, you know, you know, units uh -huh. per per cubic, uh, right? What volume? I don't know. And then get it in a in a pressure filled situation <laughs> to actually expand the balloon. Yeah, this is physics and find right out here. Cast, just find out where Leonard Fournette lives <laughs> and get him to answer the door like 30 times in a row. Right. Because, Actually, I think I know where his house is. Going add, go ahead. Go ahead, Rob G. Sorry. Hey, Rob. How are you? Yeah. And I, yeah, and I just want to add one thing because all of the games that I that I know of, if, if, if I'm not if I'm not uh, mistaken, every game that Rojo has had solid carries, like a solid amount of carries and had those 100 yard games, 
I don't think that we lost those games. We lost the Chicago game. game. I don't just one. I mean, that was Chicago, and it was barely. That was, yeah, it that was an anomaly. Yeah, for me. And it, yeah, I don't want like, to that, but. yeah, we played Chicago a hundred yeah. times. We win a hundred and four of them. Like I have no idea how we lost that game. Yeah, I have no idea as well. Yeah. All right, but Rob. I just G. wanted this. I just wanted to comment on that, but uh, thank you. All right, Rob. Thanks so much, yeah. man. Hopefully, we'll get no, to talk to you I'm, next week. All right, or in two weeks after after the bye. All right, Rob yeah, G. I'm, you know, I'm with you, man. Like this was the game to run the rock, man. This was it. This was it. This was the game for Rojo. How do you stop Pat Mahomes? Put him on the bench. Yeah, against nope. the team that has a bad run defense. Yeah, no, we're not going to do that. No, no. Nah, nah. Well, it's oh, well, but Rendo, it, it's because we got down 17-0 and we have to abandon the run when you're that far down. Okay. Actually, that's, that's what it was. That's what it was. Um, I, can I tell? Can I tell you a little something that I've I've always wondered in my head, and and this one really brings it up. Our last caller, he he identified himself as Rob G. Mm-hmm. In my head, I'm immediately going. Is this Rob Gronkowski with a voice modulator? And then I've started, like, I've often wondered, like, I wonder how often, like, a player calls in with a voice modulator or trying to disguise their voice. And how cool would that be? Like, call into the show and actually speak your mind. (laughs) Yeah, we are very different. We are very different people. My own private. It's my own. It's the private inner workings of of Brent Allen's mind. Ren, we've got a we've got somebody who wants to join us. Good friend of the show. He's been on the last bunch of weeks. Bug Squad. What's doing, buddy? I'll take care of that. Sorry. Oh, man. I feel terrible. <laughs> Y'all hear me? Yeah. 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 We got you, man. Sorry. I was fixing <laughs> I was fixing a border mess up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I feel terrible. I feel sick. I was angry. Brent was snarky on me in messaging, so I cursed at him. I mean, I was, I was, I wasn't, I was not a happy camper. I quit talking to the people in the Collide app halfway through the second quarter. I didn't, I didn't, I, I, I looked at it, but I didn't say a word. For for the whole rest, like like I, it's when I even Cheryl has learned like just don't talk to me when the game's on. She doesn't even know who's winning. She won't. She doesn't know if it's over or not. Like she has no idea. She has no idea. We had, she had she had to sit across from me while we're eating dinner in the middle of the Saints game. She just put her head down and read a magazine. Why I just like huffed and puffed and and, and shook my head and, and <laughs> snorted. Like yeah, man, it was like, oh, yeah, I feel terrible too. Yeah, you know, it's weird because I honestly felt like, okay, we are playing against the best team in in the football national football league, right? Sure. So you know, you got to take that into consideration. You're not gonna go out there and just start spanking the cheeks. But but my whole issue was, I felt like. Give me a favor. Do me, can you turn down yeah. the TV in the background? Uh, because that's coming over. Yeah, that, that's coming over, and I can't hear what you're saying about that. Go ahead, try, let's try that again. Gotcha, gotcha. My fault. Yeah, I was gonna say, man, it feels like Tyreek Hill. There was zero matchups for him. Like, it seemed like we. I don't know if you guys saw it. Obviously, I have the all twenty-two. Did we try to double Tyreek at all? Did you guys see that, or did we just kind of just man up with Carlton Davis? Because that was no one on cool one. On one but they left Carlton out there by himself against Tyreek Hill all night long. That's no, they didn't. Uh, no, no, no. I no. hope not. <laughs> well, it was not all night long. But as soon as he quit going for thirty-yard touchdowns, that was that was why. I mean, they came out. They came out after uh, Hill's second touchdown in three in three deep safeties. That's what they came out in. And then yeah, you know they were roll, they were rolling coverages to his side, especially if him and uh, Kelsey were lining up on the same side. They kept rolling coverages over there, and that's when you saw him throw to like Reynolds 
and throw to the tight end that's not named Kelsey. So that was the way to go at the beginning, obviously, because it worked. I mean, if it didn't work, what are you going to do? So, but yeah, it was, again, it was just such a bad game plan coming out the gate. And again, I I can't really blame all of it on Todd Bowles right now, because I don't know if it was him or Winfield just like didn't realize how fast Hill was and just wasn't getting over there in time or, you know, or, or I, I don't know. I don't know, but I can't sit here and think that Todd Bowles would leave Davis one-on-one without stressing to Winfield enough about how he had to get over there. So then it goes back to me being Todd Bowles because, and then you start looking at like the Giants game and the Saints game and the Rams game about how all these teams came out and whatever they decided to, whatever they worked on in practice that week, the way to beat the defense worked for usually the whole entire first half. So like, I don't have a lot of, I don't have a lot of like, I think Todd Bowles can coach. Like I, I, I think, you know, I got, I understand he knows way more about football than I ever will, but it's, it's like, it's like you and me, Buck Squad. Okay. There's two events. One is to push a 250 pound sled five yards. And the other one is to climb a rope wall eight feet high. And the person in charge of us puts you on the rope wall. Like, and puts me on the sled. I'm 180 pounds, like soaking wet. I'm 6'1". Right. You know, it's like, it's like, like, sure, I'll, I'll get the sled there, but it's, we're not going to win. And yeah, you'll get over the wall eventually, but like, we're not going to win and everybody can see it. That's crazy. It seems like it's so many smart people in our locker room that, including Tom Brady, that'll just be like, okay, let's figure this out. It seems like we'll have spurts, you know, like we'll hit Mike Evans, we'll hit Gronk down the scene. Why, why are we like, it seems like we completely go away from those things. You know what I mean? The middle, the middle of the field, I don't know. I don't know. The middle of the field has kryptonite in it. I don't know. You know, maybe that's where like VA got cancer twice was in the middle of the field. So he avoids it. Like, I don't, I do not know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know, we've been screaming about Rojo for weeks now. Like, give the guy the ball. How many like, carries he, did he have? I'm curious. He had nine you know? touches. So he only had one pass catch. So he had eight runs. Eight. I give up. Eight. And three of them went for over 10 that. yards. <laughs> and he so got the ball grand total of another five times. <laughs> he averaged like wow. 11 yards of carry. This yeah. is shocking. All right, man. That, yeah, I just wanted to get that out. We got to start feeding real Joe more. I agree. That's ridiculous. I don't understand that. I have no idea what's going on with that. <sighs> yeah. But don't worry, Buck Squad. You got anything else for us for tonight, man? Seven to five, man. I'll see you guys next time. There you yeah. go. Seven there you go. Five. It's better than five and seven. <laughs> right. Right. Uh I need that one more win, Ren. I know we're gonna get it. I know we're gonna get it soon. I yeah. need that one more win. I need. I need two. I need two. Get get us I on need, the other side of that five hundred. I need three. I'll take four. Fair enough. I, I get that. I, I need three. That. I need three. I get. I that. need three, and I don't even mad if we miss the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Unless we lose. Unless the losses to the, to the Lions. Uh, then I might. Well, it'll, it'll be the the. How, then I'm gonna go find BA's house and start coughing on him. <laughs> Don't do that. He's in the uh, what you call it. He's in the the high risk category, right? He's in the old people category. Hey, let's go back and talk about Devin White for a minute. Sure. What about him? I thought he had. I, I you said about all his missed tackles. I only really saw one. Really? And I thought he's played discipline, maybe two. But I thought he played 
Yeah, he didn't have a great tackling game. Now that I think about no, it, no, he got he got drug across the field I, at at least three or four times. Like he he would he would get a hold of the guy. He was holding on to him, but then the other guy like just kept running and and, and like wouldn't come down. And then yeah, other times he just blew past his guy. Like it was like eesh. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought he played some of his most disciplined uh, assignment football the past two games, to be honest. Okay. For the things that I freak out about, which obviously is coverage. If if you've listened to any, you know, show this year, I've talked about Devin White and coverage. And I I thought that he wasn't exposed really in either of those two games. Now, to be fair, the Chiefs really didn't go after him this game at all. Uh-huh. Uh, and look, hey, look, lo and behold, Sean Murphy Bunting's playing well again as an outside cornerback. There you go. And Dean's out. Well, what's his, what's his face said that uh, he was coming out of his lull. Bull said he was coming out of his lull. Stop thinking yeah. about it so much. Yeah, you know, maybe. He even got an interception until it wasn't an interception. Oh, Murphy Bunting? Yeah. 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 That was a crappy call. I thought JPV was going for his arm to stop his arm on a forward motion and yeah. then hit like his bicep and then slid down into his helmet. Right. But, you know, um, I thought we got a lot of crappy calls go our way this game, too. So can't get yeah. too mad about it. Yeah. yeah, I didn't I didn't think his tackling was, was too bad. Right. I mean, right. I mean, you're I, like it didn't stick out like tackling as a whole didn't stick out too badly for me. Like there was a play where they had Le'Veon Bell stop for like three yards. And I think Will Golston, who was running way out there on the flat, missed him, ended up getting like like seven yards. and It was like second and three. But then there was a holding penalty. So it was like, OK, you kind of forgive it. But not like that Rams game where the guy would catch the ball and there's two guys there and he'd get like an extra four yards, right. you know, where it turned where it turned second and seven into second and four and second and three. And they just continually did that like all night long, all those hidden yardage. So, yeah, I didn't I didn't have a I didn't have I didn't really have an issue the way the defense was playing because, you know, the, like they get down there and we stop them on a short field. Right. And they kick a field goal. Right. Then I think we then I think we stopped them all together. Then I think they had a punt. And then then I think they scored. And then they scored and then they they scored. But Uh, but I'm saying is like if it wasn't for the dumb idea of leaving Carlton Davis all by himself on an island twice Mm -hmm. that and because they scored from like 30 yards out. One was from what, 75? It was like uh, right after right after we scored. You know, and, and, and they got, you know, and it was one play, 75 yards, touchdown. It was just like, oh, God. So as far as like these long sustained drives or the or the Chiefs just kind of chunking the ball down the field, I thought we did OK. I thought we did about as well as could be expected, to be honest. Yeah, about and again, as well as well actually expected. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Except for like, except they just kept hitting the big play over the top with Hill. Yeah. Let me let me ask you this because I, I want you to actually respond to this. You have been pounding the drum lately for Carlton Davis. Yeah, so much so you put Carlton Davis into the Pro Bowl. You said yeah, he was vo- one of the top guys put into the Pro Bowl. I voted right. for him today until they made me have to log in. <laughs> They're like, "Here, vote for the Pro Bowl here, like on the Buccaneers right. website." Well, I, and I, I did it, and I voted for everybody. And then they're like, submit form, dupe. And it goes, go to NFL.com and log in. It's like, why didn't you have me do that beginning? Like, uh-huh. no. I, want you, I want you to respond to this. I want you to respond to this guy in the chat room. Uh, Truly Goated 3 says, man, Carlton sucks. Three touchdowns. Yeah. Well, I talked, to, I talked about it. I talked about it, and you know, again, I think the, the the third touchdown was just an incredible throw. Bad luck. He he was turning his head right when it was going over the top of his head. I thought it was uh-huh. great coverage. It was just one of those things where well, can't you know can't stop that. 
Um, and the other two, one was basically a nine route with a little out and up. Okay. Like we used to call it Alabama in little league down, out, down. Um, but basically it's a nine route. So you have the fastest guy in the league you're trying to hold and he's going to do a double move on you and you don't, and his, the whole side of the, he's up there on the whole side of the field because the safety's not coming over to help. Like that's like, no one can stop him. And this other one was he started in the slot on the other side of the field and basically ran a nine route at a 45 degree angle, like with no one else covering him. Like you he's starting forward at you you're at a standstill and at one point you're going to have to completely change your direction by 180 degrees and get into a foot race with this guy Mm -hmm. it can't be done stupid scheme more than stupid just just so dumb just super retarded brent if we were going to have a pizza eating contest who do you think should go for our team me or you You know, you know, the, the, the knowledgeable fan would say me. Yeah. Right. But guess what Todd Bowles did? He picked me. Yeah. We lost by the way. Just, just, just out of curiosity. You and I have never had this question before. Sure. In one sitting, how many slices of pizza do you eat now? Like two, not, not like, how many could you eat? How many, like, would it, would it be two, like two and you're done? You're tapping out. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, that, I don't care about that anymore. Now back okay. in college where we used to go to the, all you can eat pizza hut buffet and yeah. make a big pile of the crust in the middle of the table as a competition. Oh, sure. I, don't, I don't think you, you don't eat the crust. I don't think it counts. No, I but do anyway. now. But back then when it was like, how many pe- like that was just kind of like the house rules. It's like, how many yeah. pieces can you eat? Cause we all paid like, it was like six ninety nine, So we paid $7. And they just kept putting pieces out on the buffet. And we just kept throwing the pieces of crust in the middle. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, honestly, I've never been a huge pizza eater. Yeah. yeah like, you know, like usually like four, five, if I pushed it, but at the pizza buffet, the slices are not like, yeah, yeah, they're tiny. They're like three bites. So yeah. with that, I could we, like, we were putting away two, three pies a piece. Yeah. See, that's what I, that's what I wanted to hear from you. I, I, want, I wanted to get to the, you, you could, you could, you could pack some, your, your skinny little ass over there. You could pack some away. Not anymore. When, uh, not anymore. anymore. Well, I'm just not nearly as active I used to be and I don't eat as much as I used to. So my you know, stomach shrinks. I'm the same way. I don't eat as much as I used to anyway. Sure. <laughs> Let's get back to the Buccaneers. Sure. Um, all right. One more topic I want to cover for tonight and then we'll get out of here uh, before we drop skulls, skulls and swords and, and, People in the chat room start uh, dropping those over there. Offensive line play. Yeah. Allie Marpet returns. Donovan Smith has a bad ankle. We have at least two uh, holding penalties on Ali Marpet. One of them, honestly, because it looked like he was taking his guy and Donovan's guy. Shocker. Um, right. But Brady seemed to be getting a lot of pressures tonight. He seemed to have somebody in his face almost all night. Is that, am I, am I reading that wrong? Uh, I don't know that this was our best offensive line game. I thought, I think it was through stints. I think it was, again, like the Rams game where sometimes he had pressure, uh, which caused him to release the ball early. But also think that some that most of the time that he had enough clean pockets to win the game. Like the pressure wasn't the reason we lost the game. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't so many pressures that if he kept dumping the ball off or throwing the ball away, we couldn't move the ball. So I, I thought it was I thought it was I thought it did pretty well. All right. I, I again, my feeling on on the matter usually was that. uh uh, it, it, it just didn't, Brady didn't seem to have the time to not, that's not even the case. Brady just, he just seemed to be under duress a lot. Let's put it that way. Uh, um, sure. and, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll be interested to see when the stat guys, the stat crunchers come out. Uh, cause I'm not going to do that. It showed it during uh, the game right after he got sacked for his one sack. 
Uh, and it, it was like, I think it was just like, it was something like, it was like 15 hurries, but only like yeah. seven hits or something. That's nothing really. I mean, yeah. it matters how many times you threw the ball. If you only threw it six times and seven hits is a lot. Right. Well, what was it? I think, uh, uh, Trevor Sycamore, old friend tweeted something out. Like Mike Evans has nine touchdowns in the last, like however many games, like, like, like last four games or something like that. And Mark Cook was like, somebody tell Tom Brady that. And I was like, yeah, but too bad. Mike Evans has only been targeted 12 times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and Mark came back and went, no, he only got targeted nine. Still yeah. got 11. Eight. Uh, eight, eight times, nine touchdowns. Here's, here's an interesting thing. Uh, speaking of Trevor, he tweets this out. Uh, the Buccaneers have been outscored in the first quarter, fifty-two to seven. Yeah, season. No, that's not true. That's, that's what absolute, Trevor tweets out. And Trevor that's tweets out. not true. Since when? It can't be this season. Uh, over the last four games. There Sorry, you over go. The last yeah, games. there it is. There yeah. you go. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I almost like today. My when I'm thinking about the game. I'm like, all right. If the Bucks don't give up any points in the first quarter, we win. Like, or I just I would just like to see that. I would like to see the defensive scheme work and make the other team have some adjustments or just yeah. like get a straps, you know, get a, get a, a sack fumble, or maybe they kill themselves with penalties. Just, I don't want to see the other, I don't want to see the other, the other quarterback come out and go 14 for 16 for two touchdowns in the first four times they touch the ball. Yeah. And it's happened. Like, I don't know. I mean, guess four weeks in a row. And even when we were winning, like green Bay went up 10, nothing. The Raiders went up 10, nothing. We started the year. Great. Um, yeah. I don't mean just the saints drive, but like those first three or four or five games, yeah. We were putting up a lot of points in the first quarter yeah. and we were already winning the game. Yeah. And then yeah, I haven't these last, the, this has been, this has been a bad stretch. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. This has been a bad stretch and we're moving into the part of the season here in December where I, again, I go back like it's, it's a week to week league. We're going to, yes, we're going to be facing a bunch of bad teams, but any, any team could win on any given Sunday. It could absolutely happen. You can but, only play the teams in front of you. Exactly. But the Buccaneers should win. Honestly, they should win out yeah. from here on out. Like this was the last game. The Buccaneers quote unquote should have lost. Right. Uh, and they, they didn't need to. That's the thing. Like I, I said it during buck in the news. You said it at some point tonight. The, the, the chiefs are not unbeatable. No, they're not. Um, now they, they're a very good team. They've got a very, very good record 10 and one, but they're not unbeatable. And, uh, the Buccaneers, I mean, they didn't come close. They, they did not come within three points of beating this team tonight. If you know what I'm saying? Do they come within four? No, <laughs> I think they came within 17 to be quite frank with you. Uh, so I'm off to a 17, nothing lead <laughs> decided to play Bottom 17 points before the game like even started is what it felt like. Yeah. All right, Ren. Well, that's going to do it. That's, that's going to bring us here to the end of the show. Skulls and swords. It is time. I'll remind everybody skulls is the bad one. The number of skulls of the game. Swords are the good one. Ren, uh, who do you got? Who are you giving out your skulls and swords to for this game? Uh, I kind of want to give it to Carlton Davis. Uh, even though I don't think it was really his fault. I think he's going to get it a lot. Which one? Which one? Your which skull? Carlton Davis? No. Which, which you said I want to give it to Carlton oh, Davis. Oh, skull. Okay. We never get <laughs> Just because it's not your, just because your I'm team dicks you. Just because your you, team dicks you. You give up three you touchdowns. Would, it was. down out there without an antecedent. I'm just trying wow. to clarify. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, Carlton Davis didn't go to college at Florida State. So there's not going to be any of that kind of talk on Twitter. <laughs> about how he got screwed by the coaching staff and the scheme and the receivers right. and the running back and the offensive well, line yeah. and uh, the sight lines in the stadium. And he's got the wrong sight number. <laughs> yeah. So mean he won't let him use the number he had in college. That's why he's no good. 
Uh, oh God, who am I going to give the skull to? I want to give it to Fournette. It's not really his fault. Mm. Mm. I'd like to give it to Mike Evans. I didn't think he had a good game except for the two touchdowns, so I can't give it to him. <laughs> Godwin was fine. Antonio Brown. I got. I gotta give it to. Yeah, I gotta give it to Davis. I gotta give it to Davis yeah. or Winfield. I'm giving it to Winfield. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, your your defense rookie of the year campaign is over. Yeah. 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 I don't know who else he's matching up against, but he's he's not. Uh, yeah. I I think it's been over for him since like week six. Yeah, it's be been over for a while. Yeah. yeah. As soon um, as the Bucks start losing, right. <laughs> funny how that works. There was I'm I'm looking for it in the chat. Somebody in the chat put in uh they put Davison for a scored. They're giving it both to him. Okay. I don't know what the I don't know what the, know what the, or- the guy that they put out there, he did it anyway and stood in the gap when he shouldn't have had to. I don't really uh, know what the ord was. Ord, it's a skull and a sword put together. No, I don't I, I didn't say scored, I said ord. I don't know what part of the I don't know what the sword part what part sword did he get? I, I think the idea is, is because he went like he still went out there and faced him because like, he, he fell still, on his so he fell on the sword because, right <laughs> we're just going to give you the skull and you're up to fall on the sword right there right you go buddy right uh, um go ahead go, you my uh, sword yeah, your sword go ahead uh cambrate mike evans chris godwin i'm giving it to chris godwin chris he caught a he caught a deep ball all right all right I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give my uh, my sword to I'm gonna give my sword to Rojo. I'm gonna give my sword to Rojo because when Rojo was in there, he did what he needed. Good, for, yeah. Why didn't I think? Damn. I'm gonna give my sword to Rojo. He he. You talk about a guy who um, did everything he needed to do and should have continued to move on and 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 he popped he popped a couple of good plays, but like really big plays that that really made a difference. I think for for developing uh what what came later during the game unfortunately they just kept trying to go back to to Fournette although I will say the when we got down towards the end of the game they had Fournette in there they threw a couple of passes to him real good strong performance by Fournette I still just wanted to see Rojo not a real good strong performance he made one guy miss Eh, okay they threw the ball to him twice and it took him two times to get a first down and the first time he didn't get out of bounds and he had a pretty good run I think in there too no what's a pretty good run four yards I I, not negative I mean, he got positive yardage. Let's put it that way. Yeah, that's how that's how bar that's how low the bar is on a Fournette run now. <laughs> Did you get at least point two yards? Oh, well, gosh. that's that, that's a sword. Congratulations. Uh, I didn't say he got a sword. I didn't say he got a sword. I still think Rojo Rojo gets ball. Who was the guy that got the interception? Turned it over. Was that uh, Whitehead or Whitehead? No, it was it was. Uh, so did the other one. Oh, did they? Oh, they both got called back. Oh. So what? I think it was. Oh Edward. no, 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 no! It was it was uh, Golston. That's what I'm thinking about. Gold. They, uh, 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 Shaq Barrett, I think, came in and and popped the ball loose out of Mahomes' hand, and Golston uh, picked it. Up. Actually, Golston ripped it out of somebody else's hand. Oh, it, the fumble recovery. Yeah. And and people were like, oh, it changes the momentum of the game. It Here's did. The, I'm just. Gonna- I'm gonna say it. that's fine. When you're down 17-0, you I that yes, that's a fantastic play. You can change the momentum of the game. You don't get to come up pounding your chest like you're somebody like you you like you're you're dominating the field down there. You just don't. I'm sorry. Just shut up and get back out there. And and when you get ahead, when you put some points on the board, then maybe you can start doing that. That's it's not so, the time. To it's do that. so weird because like that's a big thing of mine, you know. Like you know when you know, like Cam Newton does that all the time. Drives me freaking insane. Mm-hmm. 
Austin Ferris Jenkins used to do that crap. Right. Like you're down 31 points and you know, and, and and you convert a third and three and, and you start playing to the crowd. It's like, what? Like, you're like, yeah, no. I didn't mind the Golston thing because I thought it was a big play of the game. They were about uh, to go down. To, the game was about to be over. Yeah, it bugged me. It it, that's bug that's me. not the point to come up celebrating like that. Anyway, anyway, but yeah, my sword is going to Rojo because I think, I think, uh, Rojo, God, we need to do, and my, my, my skull goes to the person who celebrated the most. <laughs> no. I yeah I I think it's got to go to Davis. It might not have been his fault, but still well, it was his fault. But he was not put. He was putting a terrible, terrible position. Yeah, fair enough. He just was. It was like it was just dumb. Fair enough. Frank G says the sword goes to nobody, and Lethwich is play calling gets the skull. Uh, Alonzo says blame B A. Our friend Daniel up in Atlanta says skull. Whoever decided to put Fournette in the game, thank you. Except. I think it all these cheats when you give that to the coach and the sword goes to JPP. I did like JPP in this game. Uh, Again, that's like three games in a row. He's played like, like all pro level. Yeah. I think Derek, pro our, Bowl, friend Derek, all pro. our friend Derek old school from what the buck who actually we, we uh, are doing this segment as an homage to him. Um, he tweeted out something like JPP is the only one who came to play today. It was something along that line. That's not an exact quote, but it was something about that, about that. Uh, Ryan Griffith says sword goes to Godwin and Gronk. Uh, Matt Ziggy says if score skull means bad, Brian, uh, Byron Leftwich and Bruce Arians dub says, uh, sword goes to Rojo skull goes to Davis. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. Skull yeah. goes to Todd Bowles. Uh, we got a sword going to JPP and skull going to Leftwich. Maybe Brady. Maybe. 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 Let me ask you, do you think at any point Brady stopped doing whatever they would call over to the headset and just started calling his own plays? Sure looks that way, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. I don't know if that's what he's doing, but it sure sometimes looks like that. <laughs> just like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rojo and Mike get the sword for Buck Wild. Secondary, the entire secondary gets uh, gets the skull from Buck Wild. Matt Ziggy says Sue gets a sword. Sue had a good game. Uh, Sue had a good game. Uh, Gronk gets a sword from that name there sorry audio listeners out there uh sword goes to gronk skulls go to deep ball on third down god they couldn't they couldn't do anything with that um let's see here i think that's uh uh let's see here joey joey says godwin for a sword and arian's left which for a skull yeah arian's left which i saw trending on twitter was was like the title of like buccaneers fans upset at bruce arians and coaching staff or something yeah. like that I mean, but it's not, but here's the thing. It's like, you know, we can sit here and, and yell and scream and complain. And then, you know, like, I, I'm sure, you know, the BA truthers, that's not even the right word, but, you know, the always BAers uh, are going to come on like our local podcast and talk about how the fans are stupid. But it's not us, man. Like when the announcers on, on Monday Night Football talk about it, and then the announcers on Sunday Night Football talk about it, and then when the announcers tonight, uh, you know, Tony Romo talks about it, the CB guys on CBS talk about it, how they're like, you know, and, and they're trying not c- to criticize it, but they are. Right, right. So it's not just us. Now, this crap that goes around the league about B.A. and Tom Brady, you know, like their 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 relationship is fracturing uh-huh. and this and that and the other stuff. But no, it hasn't been good schemes to start the game and they've been slow to react like it. Ha- they've been they've been out coached. If that's what your parameters and definition of out coach, they've been out coached since the Monday night game against the Giants. That's a long. How many weeks is that to go? Except for the Panthers game. That's six weeks. Six weeks, seven weeks now in a row. Yeah, except for the Panthers game. Yeah. This was the toughest stretch for the Buccaneers. Yeah. Everyone knew it, and we went one and three. Yeah. All right, Ren. 
Well, on that happy note, we're going to sail off into the bye week. I'd like to say thanks. I'd like to say thanks to everybody who joined us live, everybody who joined us over in the chat room. Whether you're watching us, whether you're on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, YouTube, or maybe you're on Alexa over there over my shoulder, or maybe you're at thepewtercast.live. And if you are somebody who is listening to this on the podcast feed later, like many thousands of you, hello and welcome to all of you guys out there as well. Thanks for downloading and spending part of your day here with us at the Pewtercast as we sort through this game that the Buccaneers put up. Barely, barely lost. Barely lost, Ren. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> going into it. That's what I'm going to tell my kids when they ask me later tonight what happened. I'm going to say, oh, they barely lost. Ren, why don't you tell the folks where they can get in touch with you here over the next couple of weeks on the internet? Sure. The best place to find me is always on Twitter at Rendax, R-E-N underscore D-A-X-T. I'm always down to talk Buccaneers football. And if you guys want to get in touch with me, you can find me at Brent Allen Live. Are you going to be a little beatboxing up there? That's, that's me typing. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's supposed to be a bad cable is what it is. It uh, was a bad cable. It was a bad cable. Right. I know. <laughs> You're the worst co-host ever, Ren. You're most rude. <laughs> most rude co-host ever. And then there was a sample. <laughs> if you guys want to get in touch with me, you find me at Brent Allen Live across all the social medias. And the show is at The Pewtercast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Or you can email us to thepewtercast at gmail.com. Please remember anything you send us, we could use on an upcoming episode of The Pewtercast. Ren, I don't know what our bye week looks like. I don't know how that's going to turn out, but you guys stay tuned to the podcast feed. Subscribe right here if you're on YouTube. Subscribe. Click the bell icon. Nine out of our ten shows go live these days, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we put them all out there. So never miss a live show. Click that subscribe button. Hit that bell icon. You guys can know uh, exactly when we go live. And uh, until next time, guys, that's going to do it for us. I'm Brent. That's Ren. Go 